During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, November 17th, 2020. I'm one of your host, Blessing, Adelia Jr. Joining me is Imran, the Don Khan. I have to ask, mm -hmm. what the hell is up with the Butterfinger, like, melange that you've got going here? Oh, Spice you mean like the, the hat that I'm wearing and the, the sweatshirt? Every, all of it, yes. Yeah, I have, I have a water bottle, too. I, the here's the thing. The I'm not sponsored bottle. by Butterfinger. But they do help me game better. And so whenever they send me a thing in the mail, I have I, I have to put that stuff to use. I have to put on the clothes. I have to I have to drink the water bottle. Because Butterfinger's been so good to me. And every time I every time I, I consume the Butterfinger, I game better, Imran. So they've sent me a couple of these boxes before. And like the stuff they send is always like incredibly good. But it says like Butterfinger Gamers Club on the front. And I'm like, I can't use Game the, better with Butterfinger. Game better with Butterfinger. Like it's like they sent me like a really nice like rain bag like a rainproof bag recently i'm like oh this is actually quality i like oh, that I, bag a lot it's a good bag yeah but like in what situation am i going to just be like hell yeah i got this really nice bag by the way i game better with butterfinger i mean it's worked on me here's the thing all right <laughs> like I, I i wasn't i if you if you, you've been following for a while right you know that earlier in the year i had the whole game better with butterfinger phase and let me tell you i'm thinking i'm back and the reason why this time i'm back better and bigger than ever is because they also sent me this okay this usually is something they sent me a fucking nerf gun oh my headphones <laughs> unplugged oh. god damn it i want a nerf gun what the fuck god i know i'm not an influencer in that way but last time they sent me a box and i really enjoyed it but the box was stepped on the the letter now, had a shoe print did they send me did they send me a big old Nerf gun, a Nerf machine gun with uh, Halo branding on it in collaboration with Microsoft in the in the launch of Halo Infinite? Yes. Is that hilarious? Because Halo Infinite is not coming out anytime yes. soon. Also, yes. Clearly, this is a great deal done six months ago and not, you know, recently. It's a great Tuesday. When I opened the mail, I was like, oh, let's fucking go. This is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Now, I'm going to arrive last night. Did this arrive last night? Or was it arrived. It arrived last night. I didn't open it until this morning, and I was like, let's fucking go. I'm checking my outside camera to see if I missed a box. <laughs> Did they ask you for it? They emailed me about this, Kevin. Yeah, they, they emailed, emailed me, me too. And, fucking damn it. Yeah, I forgot so they probably haven't sent it to you. They don't have my email. Oh, Nest is down, so I guess I can't check the cameras. That sucks. Oh, that's a, that's Ooh, a that sounds like you're getting hacked in real time. Yeah. Someone is probably check that out. Nah, it's fine. The worst <laughs> they can do is take down the company and, like, you know, it's fine. Kevin, I sent you a Slack for a video I want to watch real quick before we get into the proper show. Yeah, I know. I got it. We don't need sound. I just want to see the visual because there's a very hilarious glitch that somebody had in Miles Morales. You ready? Here it is. Yes, play it. Have you seen this, Imran? Oh, shit. It's a trash oh, can, Imran. It's I saw a trash the brick, can. But this is great, too. Yeah, somebody basically glitched out and they're playing as a trash can in, in Miles Morales. And I saw this this morning. And can I was you like, go in great. trash cans? No. And so I don't know how this happened. I don't think you can go into to trash cans. That doesn't like sound a, like a Spider-Man ability. It must be a repeatable thing, because I saw the brick as well, so it's got to be a thing that can be done with some consistency. I really dig this. I want to try it for myself, and I also yeah. want to see what other in, inanimate objects I can turn into in Spider-Man Miles That's Morales. That's basically how I live my life. I, I just want to play as Spider-Cat. Like, Spider-Man the cat. Spider-Man like, the cat? That's the only... Like, I'm sure there has to be some, like... Is that not a thing? I thought that somewhere. was a thing. You can... You play with Spider-Man yeah. the cat, it like can be in your, on backpack. your back. Yeah, but uh, you can't just play as it. I know we're probably going to talk a lot about this tomorrow, but have you have you beaten Miles Morales? I have not. No, I'm. I spread so much time over like fifteen different games at this point 
that like no one game has gotten enough time for me to like beat. Mm. Yeah. Well, how far are you, Miles Morales? It's hard to judge because I don't. The game seems more compact, so I don't know mm-hmm. exactly like to what extent. I am at where they reveal who the villain is. Like the okay. mask comes. Like the mask comes off, and you find out who they are. Gotcha, gotcha. Do so you have I don't any know first impressions. It is a cool game. It is. If they if you just released this on PS4, it was like, yeah, this is just an expansion to Spider-Man. I don't think I'd be as interested. But as a next-gen launch game, like, ooh, pretty. It looks mm-hmm. nice. But that's been most of my like. There's, it takes a bit, a few too many cues from the Spider-Man DLC, which I didn't like. So mm-hmm. the like, oh, they're robbing a truck, keeping from getting to the door. If they open the door, they're gonna shoot the guy. Which like, why don't I just open the door and get the guy out of there as opposed to like having to? Because they shoot him. Right, but like. They shoot him if they just open the door. I could open the door and just web him but away. Then, but then he can get shot. Mm. I feel like he could get shot through the door, too. I feel like that's... I don't think you understand how bullets Cause, work. Because in, <laughs> in Spider-Man, the truck was like an armored truck. In the in uh, Miles Morales, it's like the feast truck, which is just like a normal-ass charity truck. It's not a bulletproof truck. I see what you're saying. I don't know. I see what you're yeah. saying. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Yeah. And- and Ron, we're going to continue to talk about next-gen PlayStation 4 or PlayStation titles because today's stories include is the next God of War coming to PS4, Halo Infinite not being at the Game Awards, and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on twitch.tv slash Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, or you can listen later on on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily to be a part of the show at the patreon.com slash kind of funny games or bronze members or above get to write in and silver members or above get the show ad free with the exclusive daily post show housekeeping for you right after this episode of kftd i'll be joining nitro rifle himself andy cortez and nick underscore scarpino for some black ops cold war that's happening right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games right after kind of funny games daily. So stick around for that. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Tom Bach and Blackjack. Today we're brought to you by Gabby, Upstart, and HelloFresh. But I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. I said this yesterday, and I'll say it again. Your vocal cords will never not impress me, Kevin. You got range. You got this stuff. You're like Mariah Carey Uh, in her prime, but like for podcasts. Please never ever say that around Andy. Well, he won't. He won't. He'll take it negatively. Story number one is God of War Ragnarok coming to the PlayStation 4. I'm pulling this from Tom Ivan at VGC, who writes. Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO Jim Ryan has refused to comment on whether or not God of War Ragnarok will be released for PS4 as well as PS5. The company revealed that God of War Ragnarok will be released in or for PS5 in 2021 via a brief teaser shown during a next-gen software showcase in mid-September. Asked whether the game will be released for PS4 also, Ryan told The Telegraph, quote, Sorry, I've got nothing to say about that today, end quote. In September, Sony confirmed that several games previously thought to be PS5 exclusives would also be released for PS4, including next-gen launch titles like Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales and Sackboy A Big Adventure and Horizon Forbidden West, which is scheduled for release in the second half of next year. Recently, a PS5 advertising spot confirmed that Gran Turismo 7 and Ratchet & Clank A Rift Apart are due to arrive in the first half of 2021. Insomniac Games has reiterated that Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart will be released exclusively for PS5, but it remains to be seen if Sony's other major releases could also find a home on PS4. In an interview with AV Watch, Sony Interactive Entertainment's head of platform uh, platform planning, Hideaki Nishino discussed in the balancing discussed the balancing act involved in developing next gen experiences without leaving behind over 110 million PS4 players. Ryan previously told GamesIndustry.biz that the platform holder's ambition is to transition players from PS4 to PS5, quote, at a scale and pace that we've never delivered on before, end quote. Nishino said he expects this transition may take three years, and during this period, Sony would, would, uh, would like as many games as possible to be playable on both platforms, blurring the line 
between generations. Imran Khan, is God of War Ragnarok coming to PS4? I've just kind of assumed it's going to. Like, the article makes all the points. I figured, like, it's 110 million PS4 owners already. But also, this game is coming earlier than anybody thought it would. The God of War 2018 took five years to develop. This one's taking three. So if they're doing that, it's reasonable to assume they're doing it on a foundation and at a technology level that they're already fairly used to. So I'm not, you know, I'm not, I would not be shocked if this were on PS4 as well. I do think it is, once Horizon got announced for PS4 as well, then I was like, oh yeah, all bets are off. That game was supposed to be their graphical showcase. That was supposed to be their like, yeah, this is the stuff you can only do on PS5. So the fact that they're, you know, cross-shedding that means all bets are off. But any game, I think, can be uh, cross-shed if they really want it to be. Do you think it's weird that Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart seems to be a PS5 exclusive, whereas Horizon Forbidden West is going to be cross-shed and possibly God of War, probably at this point, God of War Ragnarok? I don't think it's weird. I think it speaks to differing priorities. That there are, one, you need need some exclusive games to get people to buy a PS5. Like, otherwise, no one's just going to upgrade. They're not going to upgrade just for ray tracing and, like, performance and fidelity toggles and all that stuff like you need a couple of games and they have been apparently like they're doing a pretty good job of making the ps5 a family-friendly system so it makes sense to have ratchet on there but i imagine some other games are maybe they started development years prior or maybe like they didn't they didn't get a good uh head start on ps5 development like other studios did or you know whatever i like mm-hmm. i I assume Insomniac got them pretty early just based on Spider-Man. But, yeah, it's... I'm not shocked. I would not be shocked if God of War is a PS4 title, but I also don't think this is necessarily indicative that it's going to be. It might just be them being quiet and not wanting to talk about it yet, which Mm -hmm. is also possible. I would bet that God of War Ragnarok is probably also going to be a PS4 title for the reason that you started off with, right? Like, it seems like... The development cycle for this one this time around, they've expected or probably will be way more rapid than God of War 2018. And with that, you imagine that they're, work- they're working off of the bones of God of War 2018, yeah. which makes me think, in, a, in, in the same way that Miles Morales is a PS4 game, in same way might be putting it too much, right? Like, Miles Morales is, is an Uncharted Lost Legacy like game right like it is expansion but it's also its own game uh god of war ragnarok gives me sequel vibes um and even with that right like i don't think i don't think that necessarily means that there isn't the the analog to something like uncharted lost legacy or spider-man miles morales where it is hey this is a full sequel but we're definitely working off of the original game to make this thing quicker like we have the assets we have uh, uh a design ph- philosophy we have um you know a visual style already for the world like we know we we have the bones of everything we need to work around and we're basically going to make the the next story in this same universe and it'll be prettier it'll be better you'll have new mechanics and all that stuff but overall you're going to get something that is iterative and not this brand new from the ground up recreation of what god of war needs to be because i don't think it needs to be that right like god of war 2018 is i guess the first of the reboot series and so with that being the case like it makes sense for them to be like all right well let's make god of war 2 like let's continue on from god of war and with that do we really need to make something that is completely on the ps5 when we can use the ps4 version as, as a jumping off point and with that probably make it playable on the ps4 like, i think all, all all that stuff lines up to me and i can i yeah. can very easy easily see it being on a P, on the ps4 also remember that like god of war 2 released in 2006 2007 like i mm. believe it was after the ps3 released and people were like okay this game is still amazing even though it is a last gen game so i don't think i think people will gnash their teeth about this one and i think a large part of the reason they'll gnash their teeth is that sony was like completely unclear about how they philosophically view the transition from ps3 or ps4 to ps5 like Saying you believe generations and then, you know, saying actually we're going to take three years to transition. It's going to be, we want as many games cross generation as possible. You're not being clear with the audience. And I think the reason, one of the reasons they weren't being clear is Microsoft was saying the exact opposite. And now Microsoft's kind of doing its own thing too. Mm-hmm. But it's, it is not necessarily a bad thing. And we'll see at the end of the day what Horizon and God of War end up actually like doing with their new technology and all that stuff. But 
yeah it's i was playing do you, do you um, think it's a big deal at all that it, they, these games are be cross-gen like do you think that takes away from the experience because for me now now that we've actually had the taste of next gen and we know what it is and i've gotten to play games like miles and and uh Sackboy and pathless and all these other ones i think if you asked me maybe like a month or two ago i'd be like oh that's a little bit of a bummer but if you ask me now i'm like all right cool that sounds awesome like god of war ragnarok in performance mode like throw it at me let's do this I was playing some game last night. I don't remember what it was. That's how, that's how this past week has been in terms of playing games. But I was playing a, a backwards compatible game, and I was like, I'm testing the loading to see how much better it is. But there's so many parts of the games that are animations are built into mask loading. So like this thing will take exactly this long because this is how long this animation takes. And while in the background, it's loading. That will, will not be fixed despite the fact it's loading on an SSD now, which should theoretically be faster. So that is the thing that I'm concerned about with God of War is how much of like crawling through like narrow pa- passageways is going to be exactly the same on PS4 and PS5 because that's the game. That's what they're doing for both games because if it's anything like the previous God of War, there's no camera cuts, there's no load screens or anything, not anything like that. We're just masking loading in certain, in different ways. I would like a God of War fo- or God of War what do we call this? God of War 2020 that is mm-hmm. uh, not beholden to the same technical gaps that God of War 2018 had to deal with. Mm. So, like, that game did a good job of working around the PS4. I want a game that does exactly that, but for the PS5. But in terms of, like, a big deal, like, only on the internet, I guess. I don't think most people are going to care at the end of the day. I think you'll notice a couple of things like, oh yeah, that was gonna be that was that's a PS4 thing. That's a thing they couldn't get around with the PS4. But more or lo- more than likely, it's not gonna be a huge deal. And that's again, assuming it is gonna be a PS4 title, we're not yeah. entirely sure yet. Yeah, we had a question yesterday uh, where somebody wrote in, and uh, they were essentially asking like, when are we gonna see the first? next like truly next gen game like a game that feels next gen uh and my answer and and i think greg's answer also was like i i feel like i've already gotten that with the games that are on the ps5 through the through the improvements that we've seen with 60 fps and 4k and ray tracing and all this other stuff i'm curious to see though what ratchet and clank rift apart is like like I'm, i'm curious to see if that feels like a oh snap they could not have put this on ps4 like I wonder if that is the thing that kind of that 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 knocks over that brick wall and is like, okay, no, we're here now. This is next gen. Or if it is like a, okay, no, this is Ratchet and Clank and it's prettier and it's awesome. But like, it is there going to be a thing this this generation that truly makes this generation that dynamically different? I I feel like you know? you're not going to be able to feel it. It's one of those things that you you'd feel if you you were playing it on. It, it's like Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Where it's like mm-hmm. PS4 version, it's slow. You gotta wait for it to load. And then PS5, it's so much faster. But had I not gone PS4, then PS5, I don't know that I would have noticed it. It just would have felt right with the PS5. Mm-hmm. You know? For me, the, anticipating the, oh, this is what Next Gen is all about game never really works because then you end up disappointed with that game. What I expect will happen is that we'll be like, in retrospect, go, Oh, this game feels old. Like four years from now, we'll be like Ratchet and Clank feels old. Look at what Next Gen can actually do now. Look at look at what uh, Last of Us Three or whatever is like doing with this hardware. I can't believe we ever thought that like Demon Souls or Ratchet and Clank was gonna like yeah um, amazing. You know, I I want those standards to change in a couple of years. Yeah. basically. it's, it's like when when yeah. when uh we first started seeing trailers for like Watch Dogs, and I remember I remember watching that E three and seeing the Watch Watch Dogs gameplay trailer and being like, oh my god, like this is the future. And then Watch Dogs comes out and it's like, okay, no, this ain't necessarily the future. This is just like a, <laughs> this is another Ubisoft game. Yeah. Um, also that game but then we, like, later on we get actual games that are like impressive and show off the technology. Yeah, it's. We'll see. I'm I'm eager with new hardware. I'm always curious what the second generation of hardware looks like or hard of software looks like. Mm-hmm. So I'm less into. I'm not gonna say this this way. In terms of the uh, next generationness of new games, I care less about what's coming up in the next couple of months and more what's coming up in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel that. Like, I, yeah. Is there? And now now we're gonna we're gonna shift into prediction mode. 
<laughs> what do you think the game will, that game will be for you like in the next few years that that blows you away first in terms of that i under the assumption that elden ring is a ps4 xbox one game whatever comes next from from software for a, a fully original game on this hardware I'm really curious, like what that is like. What do they do then? What do they? What is new hardware afford them? Is it just the same, like the, the same Souls games they've been making, but with like a prettier sheen, or like have they figured out some weird way to do it? This is one of those situations where, like, I kind of wish Nintendo was in this hardware race because I really want to see what Nintendo would do with it. Like, what oh, is yeah. their what is their idea of like what an SSD and like a ridiculous processor and GPU can actually do? And that's that's kind of. I don't know who would be the first game, like, maybe, maybe whatever the next, Res- like, Village, I guess, the next Resident Evil game, the next Monster Hunter game, like, the next ge- Monster Hunter game built for this stuff, like, what do they do with that? If World was what they could accomplish with this previous generation, what is the next big step? Is there just no more separate environments at all? Is it all just, like, one giant map? Like, that's, it's all stuff that I wanted, I want to experience and see. The the game that comes to mind for me for some reason is Starfield, and I don't even know if I can make the assumption that that that's not going to be cross gen because that game's been in development for so long. Um, but if it is, if it is like a next gen title, right? Like I'm curious to see if that does anything for that open world. Uh, I'm opening up like my GG account right now because I like for fo- folks who are in the know, right? Like GG uh, is like the the um, uh, fuck. What is the one for films called? Letterboxd. It's basically Letterboxd, Letterboxd, but for video games, where you track, you make lists, track the games you're playing, all that stuff. I have, like, a collection on there uh, that is games that I'm looking forward to uh, that I want to open up real quick to see, like, if if any of them speak to me in in that way. Um, And, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, Deathloop is... is, Deathloop's on... is coming out cross-gen, right? I'm not crazy. I believe... It's PS4... Our PS5 exclusive at beginning. I don't know Mm -hmm. if it's cross-gen. Hmm, kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. Let me know. But I guess we do get games like Gotham Knights and um uh uh Suicide Squad. Yeah, what, I don't know what that game's gonna be for me. What was that game for this past generation for you? Oh, that's a very good question. Cause I think for me it was like Shadows of Mordor, where I was like, oh, this is doing cool stuff with AI that just wasn't possible before. Or I guess it actually wasn't possible because the latch inversions didn't have it. But mm-hmm. Like also that game came out of nowhere. I yeah, I wouldn't have thought that game. would be the game. Yeah. Shadow yeah, Shadow of War is incredible. Yeah. Um I yeah, I don't know why I couldn't get into Shadow of War. Because it was like it was the same that I, I think part was, of part of it was the same thing, just more of it in like a lot Yeah, more they it. might have taken it too far with the when, with the with the Nemesis system in Shadow of War. Because I remember playing it a, a bit and getting like lost, feeling less ownership over what's going on in, in the Nemesis system. Shadow of Mordor hit that perfect spot yes. um but that actually might be my answer too honestly like for the first game i remember playing on, on next on this gen that blew me away in that way yeah yeah I, i'm maybe Metal Gear solid like, five also yeah I, i'm hoping that's like this generation too of like oh Witcher this three. Game just, yeah this game came out of nowhere and no one was really like but people were anticipating it but it wasn't like a huge it wasn't an announced title from launch of oh shit this is going to be amazing everyone's looking forward to the new god of war or the new whatever it's just the game that comes out of say I don't know, WB or Ubisoft or something. It's like, oh, actually, this turned out to be really good. And this mm-hmm. is a something something that was not possible before. What if um, Skull and Bones is oh reworked for the current generation? <laughs> Hear me out, Riders like... Republic. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, really looking forward to that game, though. Like, what if those, what if I, like, some random Sega games turns out to be, like, the thing, this generation? Who knows? Mm-hmm. We'll have to wait and see. Speaking of God of War, though, story number two, a uh, friend of the show, Alana Pierce, has joined Sony Santa Monica. She tweeted this out last night. Uh, she said, hi, everyone. I'm finally allowed to announce my new job as a video game writer at Sony Santa Monica, who you probably who you probably know as the studio who makes God of War. I'm so, so proud to be part of this incredible team. Uh, so, so that's a quick story, but shout out and congratulations, call, Alana Pierce. Call Alana Pierce and ask her if God of War going to be on PS4. I'm sure she's allowed to Ooh. say. I'm sure Jim Ryan won't be mad. Don't I definitely do not have a lot of Pierce number. <laughs> I was gonna say Wait, if you do that, she would just no? be like, well, "No." She, I, I, do you, Kevin? Cl- do you want to? Do you want to call her? I'm not gonna call her. I have oh, the number. No, I'm not gonna call her. This is a terrible idea. What about this Corey Bar- Barlog? 
I feel like that's an easier one, right? And like, I mean, I could add him on Twitter. He's listen, I am not Greg Miller. I cannot just pull people <laughs> into. You want me to give uh, his number? Into Discord? No. I am Corey <laughs> I'm not going to text Corey Barlog out of the blue. He's going to be like, "Who the fuck is blessing?" No, I, I said call. I'm also not going to call Corey Barlog. He's going to answer his phone and be like, "Who are you?" <sighs> and then you just say, you know, <laughs> no. "Blessing out of Yoye," kind of funny representative. No, thank you for taking this you, call. You call him and you pretend to be Greg Miller. <laughs> not a bad What's idea. Up, not a... My name's Greg. I can't do a Greg Miller impression. Yeah, By that was way, really I bad. I be very loud. Speaking of you and Greg Miller, where's the beard? I thought we had. It's growing. Please don't be mean shape. about it. It's like, growing. I'm, very, I'm a very, I'm a very slow, slow beard God grower. Damn, hold on. I, I'm, I'm impressed by how slow that beard is. Look at what yeah, do you no. Yeah, it's coming in. It's coming in. Turn. Do I need to focus again? No, no, no. You're good. I'm, I'm seeing it. You seeing it? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that a little now that you like pointed yeah, out. It, just... it won't. It won't be until the end of the month where you see you can actually see it on camera. I'm excited. Okay, I, guess, I guess I have a, like a really yeah. Your mic. your beard comes in real quick. We get it. You and your healthy quick beard, which I just I noticed a, is is gone. I I grew a beard when I was 12 years old. Shut up! I hate you. <laughs> Jesus, you can find you know my seventh Tim... grade middle school picture, and I have a full Imran, ass beard. Imran was a, in middle school looking like a full ass adult. <laughs> Tim looked like he did. He does now in like eighth grade and it was just like and it sucks because i was like four feet 11 and uh yeah it was hard mm. you hate to see it yeah i i feel that kevin because when i was a freshman in high school i had i skipped a grade in middle school and so i was like a like a 13 year old freshman in high school and i remember like walking in and i was already like i had a baby face as a kid why like I've, a i always had a baby face um what was that kevin i said why'd you skip a grade you just one of these smart kids not really. It's <laughs> happenstance. I moved to Nigeria for middle school, and yeah. like when I came back, like my grades kind of got mixed up a little bit. Um, yeah, I, was, I came back from Nigeria, and I was a genius. Uh, <laughs> no, I came back, and like my basically like the the way in which grade grade structures in schools kind of shook out. Uh, things are a little bit different. Where you like know, high school, you know, high school starts at a certain grade here, and it's different there. Um, did I know math better? Are you yeah. are you are you saying Nigerians are really good at math? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm, I'm saying America's fucking terrible at math. That's very fair. <laughs> terrible. Yes. That's it's very shameful. Fair. That's very fair. Um, I was I'm pretty good at geometry, or I was pretty good at geometry in high school. Oh, I sucked it out. I love proofs. I I would I hated proofs. That's what I was going. I was like I was good at geometry until proofs. I was like this just sucks. Like I understood yeah. it. Oh my but god! It, like, it's so much fun just sitting there and it's like give me one angle and I'll tell you everything about this fucking these lines. <laughs> Dude, a, a squared plus b squared equals c squared. I could do that all day, but like, actually, no, that's algebra, right? That's not geometry. It's Pythagorean so That would be algebra, yeah. Yeah, that would be algebra. And so, like, once it got got past that, I was like, I'm out of here. But, ge but geometry, oh man, give me like a fucking rhombus and tell me to calculate the fucking <laughs> circumference or whatever the fuck. I can't do it today. But if you ask me in, in high school slash middle school, oh boy, I'd calculate that rhombus. The rate. circumference of a rhombus, huh? <laughs> I know they don't have circumferences. That's why I'm saying today I'm a I'm a dumbass. Today I couldn't do it. Ask me in high right? school. Parameter. Perimeter. Perimeter. Yeah. Perimeter. Yeah. Perimeter. Area. Rumpuses have areas. Yeah, they got areas. They got areas. Yeah. Algebra, I think, was the last time I felt like I was really like confident in math, and after that, I was like, boom, out. Like that's the last yeah. thing I think I really knew. I loved math. Did you guys Fun take fact, trigonometry in high school? I took five years of math in high school. I took geometry. Wait, hold yes, up, hold I don't up. recall anything from it. How long were you in high school? Uh, four. And you took five years of math? Yeah. Okay, so I you took, took like a summer, class. summer classes. Yeah, I uh, came out of that bitch mm -hmm. fucking knowing calculus to no one's business. You know what I mean? I like the idea of like little Kevin being like, I, 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 other people are using their summer to like, you know, have fun and stuff. I'm going to take uh, a math class. I didn't have that. I didn't have that choice. My mom was like, you got to get, I, I did so much schooling. It's no. It makes so much sense that so I burned much, out noon, in my noon, sophomore noon, right, year. Sorry to, sorry to interrupt. Noonrise Kingdom in chat says, it's rhombus, not rhombus. Those are the same fucking words. Yeah. What the fuck? Am I crazy? Is it not rhombus? No, it's rhombus. Rhombus, I think. Rhombus? Yeah. Rhombus? You're saying it wrong. Right. You're not saying it wrong Rumbus? enough that we would correct you is what I'm saying. Yeah, no. Rhombus okay. sounds fine. Like, if somebody yeah. said rhombus, I'm going to be like, I don't fucking know what that means. Rhombus, they're saying. Rhombus. Rhombus is like fun. the creatures in Bucksnacks. Yeah. Rumbus is like a, a bug snack that's like a weird shape, but is like gets you drunk. 
Oh, that's very yeah. good. That's really good. That's actually it. pretty excellent. Oh, rum. <laughs> <laughs> it took him in a second, but he got there. Before we move on to story number three, though, I do want to know: did I did, did either of you guys take trigonometry in high school? Because there was no there was no subject in high school that I took that made me go, "Why the fuck am I here more than trigonometry?" Really? I was no, like, I "When like... when in the real life am I gonna am I gonna need to know what a cosine is?" I think for senior year that you could take you either trig or matter. algebra two. So I took algebra. Senior two. year. Yes. Good God. <laughs> when did you take algebra two, Kevin? I don't know. Like freshman summer. Okay, well we get it. You're smart. Story no, number it's three. It's not that I'm smart. It's not just again the system's broken. You know what I mean? <laughs> Georgia Fair. school is not great. I'll throw that out there. Mm. <laughs> no worries, Fair. man. Story number three, don't expect Halo Infinite at the Game Awards. This is from Matt Kim and IGN. A big Halo Infinite community update is in the works, but there are currently no plans for the game to be at the game the, the Video Game Awards. 343 Industries confirmed. In the weekly discussion thread on the Halo subreddit, 343 Industries community director Brian Gerard stopped by to share share that plans for a community update are in the works, but not in time for their VGAs. Quote, Full disclosure, we don't have anything planned for the VGAs, but are hoping to offer at least a high-level update within the next few weeks so we can kind of restart the journey together after the holidays, end quote, uh, Gerard writes. Presently, Gerard says 343 is still going through going through the huge cascade of implications and, and ramifications that appeared after, after, the studio, uh, after the studio announced it will delay Halo Infinite to 2021. The new Master Chief adventure was supposed to be, be a launch title for the Xbox Series X, but the developers felt it required more time to get right. Imran, are you surprised that Halo Infinite isn't going to be at the VGAs? No. I mean, last year they did, like, they came with a pretty big thing of showing the Series X and, like, showing the console and giving it a name and all that. Halo Infinite would be, like, a proportionally big surprise this year. But, like, the f- I assume that game is in more trouble than they're saying. Like, we all assumed, oh, it's being delayed from launch, meant it was coming out in, like, February, March. Yeah. But I, the fact that it, like, lost a director and, like, they're still, like, they haven't been able to, like, really give a date for it or, like, a whole lot of updates. And the fact that this says, restart the journey together. Yeah. implies to me this is not, like, a summer-fall title. Which, you know, maybe it's not. Maybe I'm just, like, uh, seeing more alarm than there, than there actually is. But, yeah, this... Everything that's been ha- that's happened with this game since the initial showing at that what was the June event in that Xbox June event, July, like July event, has made me like concerned that something went super wrong at some point, and there's probably like a t- contingent of people at three four three that are like, I fucking told you so, I told you this was not going to go over well. We needed to like go down to brass tacks and like restart this idea from the beginning. When you change directors. And then that director leaves, either something went super, super right, or it went horribly, horribly wrong. And it does sound like if they're not ready to show this at the VGAs and they're talking about restarting the journey in, you know, early next year, then it sounds probably like something went wrong. Yeah. No, I I I I didn't want to read it too much into it, but yeah, I also read restart this journey together and I was like, ooh, what does that mean? Like are you is are you guys like it's just not restarting phrasing. the game from scratch, but like it's bad but, phrasing, I mean, right? Yeah, you like, know what I mean. Restarting the marketing things... journey because no, like no matter how I kind of sh- shake that out, it all kind of points to hey, something went wrong, and we gotta like fix go it from scratch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's yeah. one thing to announce a game early and just not show anything for a long time, but to reveal a game, say it is coming on X date, and then say also, well, we don't know what's happening with it. Then that's like it's not comparable to say a bayonet of three or whatever because that was just a game they revealed way too early and it's like probably in the mm-hmm. works still according to them but this stuff like it if you're ready to show a game off and the reaction is bad and then you delay it based on that bad reaction to an indefinite time then that raises more questions than i think you know it it does not make me feel secure in the idea that halo is coming soon yeah and for it for it to be for it to be Halo of all games, right? Like to delay it out of the the not only like delay it out of being a launch day title, but but seemingly out of the launch period, out of the launch launch window, indefinitely, uh, makes me wonder like what in the world went down with that game. And like, I mean, kudos to the, to them for not putting it out broken or uh, or unfinished. Yes. 
Uh, because I know, like, towards the lead up to it, we heard reports of different plans, right? Like, okay, we're going to put out single player and multiplayer separately and all this stuff. And, like, uh, the idea of putting out multiplayer free to play, I think, sounded cool. That sounded yeah, like a quick. thing that could work, right? But, like, I don't know. Well, I, I guess we'll have to wait and see how this thing shakes out because at this point, uh, with it, I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of in the place where I'm waiting to know more. Um, because without it, without it at launch, like it feel it feel it doesn't feel like the biggest blow, right? Like the Xbox Series X is I'm sure I'm sure doing fine, and I'm not seeing people being like mad on the internet or anything about the Xbox Series X. Only about uh, you. Ex- only about me and my Xbox breaking for some reason. <laughs> um, but like I'm. I've only the only next gen game I've been playing on my Xbox Series X. Granted, I'm a, I'm a, I'm I'm a host on a PlayStation podcast, and so that's probably the uh, mostly why. But the only game I've been playing is Yakuza Like a Dragon, mm-hmm. and I feel like for launch you'd probably want more there in terms I mean, of like, exclusive titles and big titles. Every like real launch, like non cross gen launch game was delayed. So like I was I was at the point where I was excited for the medium because I'm like. Cool. At least it's an exclusive launch game, and then it, like that also got delayed because of Cyberpunk. So like, yeah. Who, who knows? Who, who knows what this is like? In a year or so, maybe it's gonna be like, oh, I can't believe any of us had like worries, worries or concerns yeah. about it. Like, we'll see how that goes. This could be like a a big redemption story for Halo, or it could be, yeah, I saw that coming a mile away. We shall see. Them 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 delaying it and seeming then them delaying it seemingly indefinitely has me like it, it lifts my hopes that when we finally get this thing it'll be in in good shape because yeah. like I, I i think really what it probably comes down to uh to for them is hey we don't we can't mess up halo like we can't fuck this up i mean another we can't time. mess up halo again like, exactly this like if you if you launch a halo platform and that platform is not ready to go like avengers is a good example if you mm-hmm. launch the games of service from day one and that games of service is bad then you're not going to pick it back up there's no like revitalization story for that like unless you're really willing to put in like the ubisoft style effort like it's it's probably not going to become the thing you want it to be this could have killed halo if they launched it bad we'll exactly. see if a delay does damage as well but hopefully it doesn't hopefully it does come out great yeah, I'm hoping it comes out well because I want I want to be that person that like goes from zero to hundred with Halo and be like, oh snap, this is awesome! I'm a fan of this now. Uh, so fingers crossed. Yeah. Story number four: U.S. gamer staff have been laid off. This is from Brendan Sinclair at GamesIndustry.biz. Readpop is laying off all four remaining staff at U.S. Gamer. U.S. Gamer editor in chief Cat Bailey, new news editor Eric Van, Van Allen, staff writer uh, Nadia Oxford, and report reporter uh, Matthew Olson all separately announced on Twitter today that they will no longer work for the site at the end of this year. The U.S. Gamer team was nine people earlier this year, but parent company Repop, which also owns GamesIndustry.biz, instituted a round of layoffs across its gamer network sites, including U.S. Gamer, in September, and subsequent departures have cut the team down to four. U.S. Gamer was launched on June 10th, 2013. Uh, Repop has not said what it plans for the U.S. Gamer site, uh, what what its plans for the, the U.S. Gamer site are once the staff are gone. Uh, very unfortunate. Like, I've, I've had the privilege of uh, working very briefly with Eric Van Allen. I know Cat Billy has been on this show multiple times. Uh, as, this is very sad news. Like, you kind of hate to see it. Yeah. Read Pop is stupid. Like, this is such a great site. I, I've worked for them a couple of times. Like like you said, kind of funny, and US Gamer have done stuff together because Kat is like local. This is, it is so dumb of them to take a really good site, what the US equivalent of Eurogamer, which should just be growing. It has just been growing since like its inception and like gut it like this. This is one of the problems with game journalism is that. To be a good game journalism site, you need some sort of backing. It is extre- good game journalism is expensive, but as we've seen with like uh, Geo Media's parent company and uh, you know US Gamer here and some others like Layoffs and other places, having a good corporate owner is extremely difficult. I'll throw GameStop in there as well. Like it's great until they decide to get involved and like not understand what it is that made your site good, and that's almost always the people. And mm-hmm. when you start getting rid of the people and assume that the money comes with the brand, then you fucked everything up. Uh, yeah, who knows? I hope all these people find great jobs. I hope yeah. everyone, like, they're hired out into places that they need to be hired out to. But 
And I hope they're so successful that it makes Reed Pop and the people who made this decision feel like fucking idiots mm-hmm. for doing that because they could have had like all these great people working under one roof and they did at one point and you know they lost it. So fuck them. Fuck them is what I say. Yeah, Best fuck them. <laughs> Welcome. Best wishes, of course, to Cat Bailey, Eric Van Allen, uh, Nadia Oxford, and Matthew Olson. Hope you guys land on your feet, and hope you guys find somewhere that appreciates you and, and allows you to put out your best work. Yeah. Story number five, Cyberpunk 2077 is huge. This is from Joe Scrubbles at IGN. Seemingly leaked packaging appears to show that Cyberpunk 2077 will come out in a... At, will come in at a minimum of 70 gigabytes on PS4 with this physical edition arriving with two discs. Images of what appears to be the PS4 edition have been posted by Reddit user Mikey Morphin. Uh, the back of the PS4 edition shows that the game will take up to 70 gigabytes minimum on PS4, uh, that it has PS4 Pro enhancements and will support one player at launch. A multiplayer mode is coming to the game at a later date. That game size is in line with the 70 gigabytes of space needed on PC. A separate image explains that the, that the game's box comes with two Blu-ray discs, presumably, presumably an installation and play disc, as with Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, the set of bonus, bonus physical, the set of bonus physical and digital rewards listed mark this out as the standard version of the game, rather than the collector's edition. The packaging leaks, if legitimate, lend yet more weight to this to uh, to CD Projekt Red's insistence that this game will hit its new December 10th release date. We're due to learn more about Keanu Reeves' Johnny Silverhand in a fifth episode of Night City Wire this week. Uh, I, I I know it's a weird thing, but I, I like the trend of the dual disc. <laughs> uh, uh, like, having two discs come in one package. What's wrong with you? Why? It reminds I, you of the PS1 era. Yeah, but like that was like, bad times. You know, too many. Yeah, discs. but like it's, it's like nostalgic. I know, I know, like convenience wise, yeah, it's bullshit. But like, it's kind of neat. You know, like it's a big ass game. Got to come in two discs. I kind of wanted like the physical version of FS7 remake just because it was like a multi disc thing of like, oh yeah, it's, that'll be cool. I wanted to have like the art, but like never ended up doing that. But yeah, this this game is big. It, it is interesting to me that like. This is just what's on the disc based on like the fact that it's on the packaging. We know for a fact that there's more to this game because yep. they're working on a very big day one. That update. day one patch is going to be huge. So I would not be shocked because of this game like approaching 100 gigs as mm-hmm. like like when you first launch it. Did you see the footage they put out today? The Xbox Series X gameplay? And also Xbox One X. Yes, I did see that. So Xbox One X, which is, you know, I think we can safely say the most powerful console of that generation, which we yeah. can now call last generation, I guess. Uh, that looked fine until combat started, and then it like did not perform well after that. So I'm like, there's no next gen version for a couple of months at least. I'm really wondering: Are people going to bring this game home and be like, "Wow, this is not good. Like, this is not performing well at all." curious to see because i imagine i would hope that the backwards compatible version doesn't have that same level of slowdown that they showed in the xbox one x which makes me th- and maybe i'm totally wrong about this maybe it and it, it ends up having that but like if it runs fine on next gen through backwards compatibility i wonder how much that affects the conversation yeah like it it's a matter of overhead right like games with uncapped frame rates tend to perform better on bc than games with lock frame rates yeah so it, I guess no. If since they know that, maybe they'll have the like an, a toggle on the option of like, hey, I'm playing on Series X, I'm playing on PS5, just like uncap the frame rate. And let's see what happens. We'll yeah, we'll see. Game is real big. I think <laughs> we haven't talked about <laughs> we haven't talked about this much, but like I think the big problem this generation is going to be space. Right now, oh, there's, yeah, there's currently no way to expand your PS5 space at all. No external hard drives. No uh, uh, no additions to the ssd nothing like that no replacements either i i'm already low i think i'm like at 80 percent of my hard drive already and i only have like five six games installed i think as somebody who knows how video games work and know how i need to to clean the fridge every so often to get more games on there i am understanding of that i think uh Johnny three games or whatever, whatever casual consumer you want to Johnny say is gonna be like, like. I thought I you were like making fun of Johnny Silverhand for a second. I think I just read the name Johnny, and that's what happened. But like, 
he is going to go, hey, I only have three games installed. Why is it telling me that I need to add, like, delete more? This is not, like, people don't have a, most casual consumers do not have a concept of this game is 100 gigs more than that game. You don't think so? I feel like we've been conditioned, like, ever since the, I guess since, like, the PS1 era, right? Like, I remember, I'm, I I became very cognizant of space when I got my eight megabyte PS2 memory card, and I was like, "All right, this is just 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 this is just a part of gaming for me now." Yeah. Whereas, like, I, I think I think that idea has kind of evolved over the over the generations to now. I imagine the average uh, video game player probably is aware of space management, but I think it, it it is one of those things of like once you really sit down and think about it and think about how much bigger games are getting, that's when it starts to become a problem of like, oh yeah, like when somebody, when somebody installs their fifth game and realize that like, oh Sam, I can't install this because I ran out of space. I think that, I think that's going to catch a lot of people off guard. Um, Especially when they then learn afterwards that, oh, I can't even expand this if I want, like right now for PS5. Um, I think that's when things get weird. Also, as like games become more of a games as a service thing, you want, more games installed in your heart like currently i'm playing through genshin impact i check into that every day so i don't delete it it means i like let's say i'm playing warzone and fortnite as well that's a big chunk of my hard drive of like check-ins that you know i can't Mm. just get rid of and re-download later because that would be stupid so it's it is a it feels like a problem is going to get worse as time goes on. So hopefully Sony figures out that like cold storage thing for the PS5 because like I'm really shocked that wasn't in there at launch. I'm shocked they didn't think of that. A conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk a lot about how like there's no quick resume in the PS5. Yeah, and there's I the think... switcher, which is a not very well advertised feature, but yeah, yes, and like it. I mean, it works basically like a. Like the PS4, the PS4 didn't have like a switcher in particular, but it works similar to I'm switching between my media app and my game app or yeah. whatever, or I can like go it, back and in the PS5. It doesn't work great, right? Because it also like just if you're playing a game, it just closes the game out and doesn't give you a little alert to mean like, hey, you're good, right? If it closes, yeah, yeah, no, it, it doesn't not, do that. Which yeah. lens UI problems on the PS5? <laughs> that lends to my my conspiracy theory. I like it. Let's I hear think it. give it to us. I I think I think quick resume is gonna come to the PS5. I think the reason why it's not there is because there's no expandable uh, storage. Because you imagine for uh, for quick zoom, you have to have an amount of space allocated specifically toward that, so games can be can be held in the sleep state or whatever. Animation, yeah. In in the yeah. suspended state. On and the, right the, now, the Xbox has like 200 gigs. Yes. And right now, since there's zero expandable storage option for the PS5, if they had that and like the give and take was you have 200, 200 gigs less, I think that is probably a bad trade off. Yeah, and so lot. I think the, the order of operations for them is probably, hey, get the console out, get in the hands of, of folks, right? Next up, expandable storage. And then after that is going to be some quick resume feature. Because with the whole like switching between games thing, I mentioned this on PS Love You, like, yeah, it doesn't warn you when you're about to switch between games uh, that you're going to close another application. And that seems like a very bad thing to take out unless you do plan on making it so that, hey, quick resume is going to work. And so like you won't, you won't even have to worry when you're switching between games because everything's going to stay stay up. And also there's a switcher, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like what are they doing over there? I mean, There's a few so... aspects of that UI that feel like they came in real hot. But it... like. We haven't play tested this yet, or our user experience tested it yet. So, like, it is just these are the ideas we had. We implemented them. Go ship it. I just, I just want to know why the camera doesn't work with the PlayStation with PSVR. VR. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, just, just tell us. If you want to hear us air all our grievances about the PlayStation Five, we have uh, a so couple episodes shows. now of PS Love You XOXO, and again, we have a games cast that we're going to record tomorrow, which I think will be a deeper dive into our experiences with next that gen so far. Be like five hours long. It's gonna be fun, even though I've talked about so many of my PS Five experiences already in PS Love You XOXO, and so oh, I won't have as much to say tomorrow, but it's gonna be a good episode. I can already feel it. <laughs> Before we get into story number six. I want to tell you about our sponsor. Of course, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, this episode of kind of funny games daily is brought to you by Gabby. You know, you're probably overpaying on car and home insurance. Sure. You'd love to save money, but is spending hours on your own shopping for a lower rate to maybe save a few bucks worth it. Probably not. 
Do what a lot of folks have done and use Gabby. Gabby does all the work for you in just a few minutes. And get this, Gabby customers save $961 per year on average. Gabby takes the pain out of shopping for insurance by giving you an apples-to-apples -apples comparison of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers like Progressive, Nationwide, and Travelers. Just link your current insurance account, and in just minutes, you'll be able to see quotes for the exact same coverage you currently have. That's what plenty of folks did. Kind of funny zone. Tim Geddes did this. Uh, he says it's fast and easy, and you can discover how much you're overpaying for your insurance. Like I mentioned earlier, Gabby customers save $961 per year on average. I bet that'd be nice to have in your pocket every year. If they can't find you savings like they've done for plenty of others, like Tim Geddes, uh, they'll let you know so you can relax knowing that you have the best rate out there. And they'll never sell your info, so no annoying spams. Uh, snow annoying spam or robocalls you're probably overpaying on car and home insurance see how much gabby can save you it's totally free to check and there's no obligation go to gabby.com slash games daily that's g-a-b-i.com slash games daily gabby.com slash games daily we're also brought to you by upstart there's a lot of economic chatter right now about the state of the market is it recovering how long will it take have we seen the worst but if you're struggling to pay off high interest credit card debt, you can't wait for those answers. You need to take action. Now with Upstart, there's actually something you can do today to help fight off high interest credit card debt. Upstart is a revolutionary online lending platform that knows you're more than just a credit score. Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your job history in the form of a smarter rate. Upstart lets you skip going to the bank because it's completely online. They offer loans from $1,000 to $50,000 so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed rate payment. Upstart makes it fast and simple to check your rate. Since it's just a soft pull, it won't affect your credit score. The hard pull happens if you accept your rate and proceed with your application. The best part, if the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. Over 500,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt and get back to using your money your way with Upstart. See why Upstart has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot and hurry up to upstart.com slash kfgames to find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash kfgames. Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not all applicants will qualify for the full amount. We're also brought to you HelloFresh. HelloFresh offers convenient, no-contact delivery to your doorstep for easy home cooking with the family. The recipes are easy to follow with simple steps and pictures to guide you along the way. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes. Kind of funny. Loves HelloFresh. I love HelloFresh. Uh, I've been using it. And let me tell you, the thing is awesome. Uh, when I got it delivered, I opened it and it has like this cool, like, basically like a refrigerator package. I opened it up and there was like ice in it and it was like really well insulated. So like the, the meat and stuff was still cold and like all the, all the stuff that was in there was still cold. It was awesome. And yeah, it took about 30 minutes for me to cook a meal and the meal was good. And that is unheard of when it comes to me. I am not a cook. And uh, uh, in this era of 2020, working from home, all this stuff. I've been trying to become a cook and HelloFresh has been helping me out with that. So thank you, HelloFresh. HelloFresh delivers fresh, high quality, pre-portioned ingredients so you can make meals that are delicious and nutritious. Over 90% of ingredients are sourced directly from growers to ensure peak flavor and ripeness. HelloFresh offers more than 20 chef-crafted delicious options every week to help you break out of your recipe rut, try new things, and make any night feel special. HelloFresh delivers pre-portioned ingredients so you're not overbuying, which is a burden on the planet and your wallet. The packaging HelloFresh uses to ship your food is almost entirely made from recyclable and or already recycled content. Easily change your delivery days or meal plan preferences and skip a week whenever you need right on the app. HelloFresh is committed to donating to those in need. So far in 2020, they have donated 3.5 million meals. You can help. You can help too with HelloFresh's Beyond the Box program, where you can give uh, nutritious meals to those experiencing food insecurity with just a couple clicks on the app. Go to HelloFresh.com/games90 and use code Games90 to get $90 off, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com/games90. Story number six. Animal Crossing New Horizons is getting some big updates. This is from Andrew Webster at The Verge. A few more holidays are coming to the virtual world of Animal Crossing New Horizons. Today, Nintendo announced that Turkey Day and Toy Day, the in-universe versions of Thanksgiving and Christmas, will take place over the next two months. 
Additionally, the game's next update will introduce save data transfers and expansion for your in-game storage. Let's start with the holidays. Turkey Day will take place on November 26th. With uh, it, it will involve a big meal in Town Square, and players will be able to earn a gift by helping out. Toy Day, meanwhile, uh, is much more elaborate. It lasts from December 1st through the 25th, and players will be able to gather ornaments from trees to create new seasonal items. While holiday-themed decorations and clothing will also be available. If that wasn't enough holiday cheer, Nintendo, Nintendo says that New Year-themed items will also be available between December 26th and 31st. Perhaps a bigger change... Uh, though, is the long-awaited addition of save data transfer, something that's been sorely missing since New Horizons debuted back in March. Here's how Nintendo describes it. Quote, Two new features are arriving to, to offer expanded flexibility for your island and resident data. The whole island transfer feature will enable you, will enable you to move your user save data along with the island itself and all the residents to another system. The service we facilitated by free island transfer tool app in the Nintendo Store or Nintendo eShop. For players who are not the island, island's, uh, island's resident representative, a single-player transfer feature allows you to transfer resident data to another system. Uh, this includes your resident's name, appearance, and equipment, along with your inventory, home, and storage. Imran, uh, between the two of us, you're the Animal Crossing person. How do you, how do you react to all of this? This is fine. I don't think it's going to get me to like you know come back into Animal Crossing every day or something, but like I'll check mm -hmm. in occasionally. There's still like things about this game like items and features that were in new leaf that are not in this one and it's weird that they're still like oh they're still not on those like and also just common sense things like i nothing in this patch says hey you can build from storage now like should have been in the first update for this game but yeah it's i am animal crossing is doing well they have no impetus to like upend the tea table on this one Mm -hmm. I, but I'm more, it to some extent for me, it kind of feels like it's coasting more than it is like, uh, really, are really trying to get people back into it. Every update seems like, hey, you've been playing Animal Crossing for a while, like, come back in, check out this stuff. More than if you, you were frustrated by some things, we fix those. So let's, like, you know. Mm -hmm. that's a good reason for you to come back to this game does Which the I, save data thing answer for i know like when animal crossing new horizons first released there was a whole uh backlash because you couldn't transfer your saves from uh to another system does what they're saying here answer for that at all i think so i think the way it works is that you can move like one person off a an island to another island i think you still need a like a completely separate switch for that mm. like that doesn't solve the problem of like hey there should be more than one save file per system mm. but uh it does allow it so that if you wanted to switch from like you know now that i see that it makes me you know there's rumors of like a new switch next year right yeah the, the switch pro probably i kind of wonder if this is like hey if you have a new switch you can still mm. move your animal crossing character or save file onto that new switch or maybe it's just like hey people are gonna buy switch lights this this holiday who knows maybe yeah. that's why they're putting it now but yeah i it does solve that it doesn't solve the problem of i lost my switch or my switch broke and i need to like i bought a new switch and want my animal crossing save file that should still like I, well i guess that's on the animal crossing upload then maybe but you still need a i don't know i'm i'm not like caught up enough in the different changes they made to the save file since then so mm -hmm. but yeah it's hopefully this does solve everyone's problems it doesn't solve all of my problems with the game i still think it's an incredible game i think when i make we're gonna we're two months away from arguing about a game, game of the year list i think there's a decent chance animal crossing is at the top or near the top of mine awesome yeah this uh, them getting this out before the holiday rush and black friday and all that stuff i think makes a lot of sense in terms of giving people an option for when they get a new uh, a new thing. Um, Nick Scarpino, what's up? Oh, he's probably not connected, Mike. Okay, no, he's here. He's <laughs> he's just here to listen to the show. Um, cool. Well, Imran, I'm really excited to see what the future changes uh, and updates are for Animal Crossing. But those updates are just so far away. If I wanted to come out to Mama Grab Shops today, where would I look? The official list of upcoming software requests each and every platform is just about the kind of funny games daily show host each and every weekday. Do 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 yeah. yeah. 
Kevin, do you understand what I'm saying now about hey, what if we called what if we called the channel Kind of Funny Games Daily and then made like different channels for different shows? You know, I mean, even though could, I do, do I that. know that is hilarious. Here's the thing: we can't in. we can't stop that. Nick's always th- we have a concurrent stream <laughs> channel that he was supposed to log into. But no but one he, ever why, explained that to him, you know. But I, but I think the thing is, Nick. We also Nick opens have, up Discord. We also Nick is ninety years room. old. No, yeah, but so, when you end the call, you're out of it. So it's not like he opens up and he was accidentally in it already. Yeah, but no. Here's the thing, though. If I'm, I'm putting myself in Nick's ninety year old shoes. Okay. Right. Ooh, right. Some old shoes. You know what I mean? Some, oh, some old shoes, man. Were the were the shoes they were producing back in the 1920s? The 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 Nike firsts or whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm in Nick's. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in Nick's old ass archaic shoes, right? I open up this Discord app that all the kids are using. Yeah. I go to the the kind of funny server, and sure. I see a thing that says live. Yeah, that's the that's that's the channel we go in for when we're in a live show, sure. right? And I see Kevin's in it. I see Blessings in it. I see Imran. Right, I'm like, right, oh, right. Imran's gonna be in the stream. That's after this. Cool, sweet. We start at eleven. Okay, cool. I'll jump in. He has no idea that we're doing games daily. Right, right, you know, right, sure. <laughs> Right, sure. like what? I, but like, he's the know. exception to the rule of understanding how he this is. works. So that is true. Let's not cater kind of, to these monsters. You know what I mean? Because we also like, do like the idea of Nick just randomly popping in. What we could so do, hilarious. What we could do is games daily, then morning show, and then after, and then have another one that's podcast. Mm, we need a concurrent podcast too. You get what I'm saying? Because well, sometimes yeah, X cast is recorded. Well, I, I doubt we're gonna do anything. If I'm being totally honest, <laughs> it'll well, have to I, wait. Like, it makes me nostalgic for the like when we're at the studio and like Nick yeah, would just Nick walk in, in and watch us, yeah. like watch us do games daily, just with like, nothing on but that towel. <laughs> oh man! Out today we got Bubble Bobble for friends. Uh, the Baron is back for PS4 and Switch. Five dates for Switch and PC. Who wants to be a millionaire for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch? I watched a trailer the other day for Who Wants to Be a Millionaire on PS4, uh, and it is hilarious and is so it want, Logan, or is it someone else uh, i don't i honestly i couldn't even tell you man it's been such a long time since i've seen actual who wants to be a millionaire so i couldn't even tell you what we just filming looks like in my head is he still alive? might be no i don't know he died rest he in passed peace. away like a year or two ago oh really that yeah. reason so sad damn well rest in peace Sniper Elite 4 for Switch, Mars Horizon for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, Serious Sam Collection for, for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, Firefighting Simulator for PC, B Simulator for PC, The Haunting for PC, ICBM for PC, Ghostbusters The Video Game Remastered for PC, Dune C for Switch, uh, and then Nintendo has released version 1.1.0 update for Super Mario 3D All-Stars, which adds inverted camera controls for all three titles and GameCube controller support for Super Mario Sunshine. Uh, and then a new PlayStation 5 system update is out, which improves system performance. Uh, and then also the second crossover with Persona 5 Royal has been released today in Another Eden, The Cat Beyond Time and Space, the mobile adventure game across time and space. By playing through the different uh, crossover scenarios, uh, players can get Persona 5 real characters, Violet, and Skull for free. Players can also get 1,000 Chrono Stones just by starting the crossover quest Bound Wills and the Hollow Puppeteers, Promises, Vows, and Rings. Imran, did you understand a word I just said? No. Perfect. Uh, they're doing a lot of updates for Mario 3D All-Stars for a game they're going to stop selling in like four months. Damn. Which makes me wonder if like Damn. they're going to separate those games and put them on the eShop? Like... Yeah, I, I mean that that that's kind of what it strikes me as too, right? Like, why do why do these updates if you're just gonna get get rid of this thing? Um, so look forward to that. Uh, new dates for you: Liberated Enhanced Edition is coming out on December third, twenty twenty, for Switch, and then Amazing Cultivation Simulator is out on Steam on November twenty fifth. Uh, we have. A squad up for you. Of course, you can write in, let us know what you're playing, uh, what you need help with, and we'll squad you up with the community. The nanobiologist writes in with an interesting one. Uh, Nanobiologist says, Hi, I want to reiterate something that I brought up back in the early days of COVID. I and my girlfriend, along with several other best friends, are here to help you and your children succeed during these trying times. Schools are still trying to figure out how to cope cope with and teach students uh, well with e-learning, and that normally involves parents who do not have the capacity or experience to do so. If you need if you need help or a break from helping your child with their school lessons, please DM me. We are offering a free service to all who need help. My girlfriend and I have no kids, only two dogs who love to cuddle on the couch, and are masters of science, math, 
English, and history, and other best friends who cover other fields as well. DM me and let me know what you need help with, and I'd be happy to help you help you get to the right person uh, to help your child succeed. We're all in this together after all. You can you can hit up the nanobiologist on Twitter with the username the uh, nanobiologist. How it sounds? That's D A N A N O biologist. Uh, if you need help uh, schooling your kids or tutoring or or whatever it may be, nanobiologists and the best best friends are here for you. Now it's time for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Rewrite and listen to what we got wrong as we got it wrong. Uh, more people are clarifying about how many platforms Skyrim is on from yesterday. So thank you for that, y'all. Ignacio Rojas says, for Bless, who was asking when someone would use trigonometry, that's very basic for people in engineering, i.e. all the tech that you use uses trigonometry. I'm not yeah. saying that trigonometry isn't useful. I'm saying, when am I going to use trigonometry? Well, did you I know never you weren't going to be an engineer? Yes. I knew, <laughs> I knew my limits at a very early age. Just, if anything, I've, 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 I've exceeded those limits already. Um, <laughs> but not in like an engineer sort of way. Right. More so in like a, yeah. I can, I can. Um, I'm not dead. Uh, yeah, you're, you're a yeah, I'm not dead now. and I can monetize ga- gaming somehow. Yeah. We just open died in July, apparently. Not July 24th, 2020? Which was. Terrible year. Which was two years. Damn. You guys don't understand 2020. 20, July was several years ago. It was not this Damn. year. Wow. While we're here, rest in peace, Alex Trebek. Yeah. Because that made me sad also. Host Did you Jeopardy. watch that video of him like recording for the Jeopardy phone game? Yes. And it was amazing. <laughs> I want to reach that level of not giving a fuck. <laughs> Shout out to Alex Trebek. Rest in peace. A legend. Uh... Ignacio Rojas says A-, A squared plus B squared equals C squared is geometry. It's the, it's the sides of a right triangle. Oh yeah, I mean that's a good point. Yeah, but like that's the, it's an algebraic proof, right? It equals one. That's the whole, right? No, it doesn't. Well, a squared plus b squared equals c squared. No, yeah, but the whole thing can be written to you to be one, and then that's yeah, very very useful. Oh, I see, like everything is yeah. yeah. Uh, and then one more. John BX32 writes in and says, Missed out today. Uh, Halo Master Chief Collection optimized for Series X and S update. Uh, Gears 5, Operation 5, Hollow Storm update. Um, and then a missed new date. Call of the Sea is out December 8th for all Xbox platforms and on PC. Thank you all for that. As I try and delete all these roles out of your wrong. Uh, tomorrow's hosts for the show are greg and gary witta and then also if you're watching this live on twitch right after this we'll be streaming some black ops cold war with andy cortez and nick scarpino of course this has been kind of funny games daily each and every weekday live right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games we run you through the nerdy news you need to know about we have a patreon post show for those that are subbed at the silver level of patreon.com slash kind of funny games so stick around for that otherwise until next time game daily